Pokémon. This is like cats. We're like so amused. I know. We're like, ha, 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 ha. She's like, I have them right where I want them. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up the fart. Okay. Shall we jump into this? Yeah, let's do it. Hey. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? Yes. We are your slutty hosts. I'm Channa. And I am Corey. And welcome to episode 22. 22. Motherfucking 20. 22 is a good number. 22 is a good number. 22. It like rolls off the tongue. Uh-huh. Kind of like 33. Like 33, good number. Yeah, so all like the double, like 11. 11. Oh, 11. 44. Yeah. 69. 69. <laughs> 66 fails. 69. 666. Roll mm, off the tongue. That's a good one. Yeah. So welcome to episode 22. Uh, we're going to jump into this. I have some announcements Ooh, for it. y'all motherfucking bitches. So um, I have given this announcement for two weeks in a row and no one is paying uh, attention. What? This is our $50 Amazon gift card oh, yeah, giveaway announcement. Cunts. We love you guys, but God damn. So we all love Amazon. You can get anything from dildos to voodoo chips to Bibles. You Voodoo-chip. name it. You can fucking get on Amazon. So, and wouldn't we all want a $50 Amazon gift card? Because I want a $50 Amazon gift card. Hell yeah. And I know you guys want a $50 Amazon gift card. So, you can fucking win one. All you need to do is either rate us on iTunes, that equals one entry, or rate us plus leave a review, that equals two entries. Mm -hmm. Take a screenshot of that and send it to us, and boom, you are entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card. Yeah, and we're mostly saying this because we have gotten a big bump in reviews. We got 17 but reviews. People aren't, we only have, what, like two screenshots That's you it. just said? So, 17 it. Of, so 15 of you guys are fucking up. Send yeah. us a screenshot, send it our way, and we're like, sweet, and then we'll add you to our giveaway spreadsheet. So on April 30th is when we're going to pick out the winner, and the winner will be announced on Instagram on May 1st, and in our episode that will be released on May 6th. Um, You can send us a screenshot through Instagram, Facebook, email, all of those work. It's really easy. Take a screenshot, send it to us. Yeah, it's like really quick. Exactly. If you don't send us a screenshot, we can't find you. So to the 15 people who have rated us and you haven't sent us a screenshot, I don't know who you are. There's no way I could enter you into our giveaway because you don't exist to me right now. Exactly. So send us a screenshot. Um, Again, Instagram, Facebook, or email. Um, You can do so. So our Instagram is at anyways, how's your sex life? Really easy, straightforward. Our Twitter and Facebook is AHYSL Podcast, and our website is AHYSLPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And our email is at Gmail. Yes, and it's AHYSLPodcast at Gmail.com. Yeah. Um, you can also just go to the Contact Us form on our website. True. Whatever you want. Like, there's so many ways to communicate with us. So if you want to win 50 fucking dollars, just submit your fucking screenshot to yeah, us. Just fucking do shit. That's all. That's my announcement. Cool. Announcement's done. Done. Boom. Next, Are shout outs. Like, oh, shout outs. Okay, go I on. only have a few today, and I'm just reading off their Instagram handles because they're awesome. Yeah. Um, the first one is Drippy Chicago. Next one is Princess from the Moon. Cute. The next one is Mrs.MC Geek. And the last one is M-H-C-H-A-S-T-A-I-N 97. 
M.H. Mm-hmm. Chastain. Sure. Sure. 97. Anyways, those are all my shout outs today. Thank you, guys. You have either made us laugh this week on Instagram, have related to us somehow, send us a good meme, think we're hot, etc. So we love you guys. So thanks for listening. We appreciate yeah, it. Thank you so much. That's all, motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah. Let's jump into our fact pack. Wow. We're like really going along here. Holy shit. This is the fastest we've ever done this. Holy shit. Wait, let's like slow it down. I'll slow it down. So you know how you mentioned voodoo chips? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, we didn't say Chana bought me voodoo chips for my birthday. Happy birthday. So, oh, I'm like such a good awesome, friend. <laughs> awesome, voodoo, awesome present. So I actually shared them with my brother. Oh, did you love my brother, them? we really like, we're 12 years difference and we aren't probably the closest as we should be. And he's like a moody teenager. He's a moody teenager. And then I just like, he's Mormon still and I'm gay. So I, I really don't know how to navigate it with him. Yeah. And so I just sort of, I don't really do much. And that's, it's like half, my, it's totally half my fault, half his fault. You yeah, know? yeah. Probably more my fault because I'm older and I should be more on top of it. But so, yeah, it's really like my mom and him visited this weekend or oh, uh, yeah. in the middle of the week. And so I was just sitting with him. My mom went to bed and we were watching just a Marvel or what are we? We were watching like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I think. Fun. And uh, just to catch up on, you know, Infinity Wars and shit. And so he's just sitting next to me and I would just like opened up Voodoo Chips and I was like, oh, my God, Austin loves chips. And like my brother, he loves chips. Yeah, like, bitch. He fucking loves chips. And so I was like, dude, you love chips. You need to try these chips. They're the best chips in the world. And then I handed it to him. And I had him eat one, and he was like, these are the best chips in the world. Yes. I was like, are you just saying that to me like you say stuff to Lindsay? And he was like, no, these are the best <laughs> chips I've ever had. They're the best chips. And I was like, oh, my God, I connected with my brother through Voodoo Chips. So, so thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you, Voodoo Chips. Thank you, Literally. Chana, and thank you, Voodoo Chips. Happy birthday, Corey. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. I connected with my brother through Voodoo Chips, y'all. They're that good. They're that good. Like, if you, during our Instagram live, during Corey's birthday party, we were, like, pounding Voodoo Chips like no other. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, you just need to try them. If you win this Amazon gift card... You know what? I said this before. I will send you a bag of Voodoo chips if you win. You also get that. This I said is true. Th- I said that like drunk two episodes ago. Yeah, you get a bag of Voodoo chips. So if you want, just send me your address. I will send you a fucking bag of Voodoo chips. Yeah. It's so the good. The Voodoo chips are almost worth the $50. Like yeah. equal value. We will also yeah. send you hand-drawn nudes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> It'll be like... Try, yeah, our own personal visions of how we are nude right i just have like angelina jolie's body and like i put my face on it's her face me with this is like this huge ass fucking cock <laughs> <laughs> i find like the sexiest hairy arab like guy body oh, and then put my head on top yeah of it. mine's just the most perfect woman you could imagine i'm yeah. like that's me everyone's <laughs> like, like no it's me. not i'm like yes it is <laughs> <laughs> i'm like if i'm not a fucking bitch and i don't eat <laughs> and i work out if i do acg again right. and we'll include a picture of simone so there's oh, all that. So now you have some major incentives. $50 Amazon gift card, hand-drawn nudes, voodoo chips, Simone. And Simone. We're fucking whoring ourselves out for reviews in case you haven't it's noticed. It's also fun to send shit. It's so fun. I just sent shit to my nephews. It was really fun. Cute. We can go to USPS together. Oh, cute. Yay. <laughs> you get angry about the tape. Oh, my God. About the fucking tape. We have the worst USPS experiences together. Anyways. How's your sex life? Let's go fact. to your faggot fact. <laughs> Okay, my fact fact today, as I said last week, this is probably the first time that I've actually done something that I said I'd do last the week before. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> is I'm doing the lesbian best lesbian sex positions. Ooh, scissoring is not on the list. Rehash of what's already happened. Okay. So um, I'm also doing more. And Ooh. We'll get to that. Uh. So um, yeah. So first of all, a big one was 69ing, which is that uh, makes sense. Uh, and then like to be more specific, it was reverse reverse face sitting instead of regular face sitting, um, which is more just like they're facing the other way instead of facing your body. Okay. And it was just more to get like a, an interesting uh, attack on the clit. Mm, attack on <laughs> the gangster clit. point of attack. 
like roger that oh go in go in for the click go 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 roger that over and out just like a fun new angle and then also i didn't know this but in some you know spheres of lesbianism they call it queening 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 yeah Huh. At least that's what internet told me. I've never heard of that, yeah, but all although are like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> who am I to say what the fuck goes on in the lesbian community? So yeah, if you're lesbian and you've heard that, please tell me because I think that's a real thing. Queening, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. It's called ever. Queening, yeah. But how know. many like lesbians do we actually know? Um, personally, on a personal level. On a personal level. Currently, uh, like current mood. Oh, no. currently. Because I know we used to know a bunch, uh, but like current mood, I don't think we're. We don't know any. We we're everyone's so, bisexual. Current mood, we, do we don't know. They're either bisexual or just like faggot gays. Or, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. We need no lesbians. Um, also, there's one called the, it's like the twisted scissor or scissoring, basically. Hmm, um, that's interesting. That's good, on the list. Yeah, but yeah, a good addition to that is that that was on the list, but it did come with a disclaimer of, and I didn't realize this because I'm just you know just a stupid gay. Like, yeah, a lot of lesbians actually stray away from doing this they because do. society puts so much pressure it's porn. on the fact that they should do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, so... tripping is such a porno thing. It's not a real life thing because it's like, I yeah. don't know, most women don't, most lesbos and whatnot, we, we don't trip together. We yeah. just eat each other's pussies out and finger and stuff. Exactly, yeah. And I, I thought that, like... I mean, again, yeah, I haven't thought about that, but yeah, a les- it actually did say like, cause it was a lesbian basically writing this article yeah. talking to other lesbians and it was like, you know, like I know girls, like we stray away from this sometimes because that's what society thinks But it's of still us. fun. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure it's fun and it's all about rubbing your clits together. I didn't really think about that, but it's just the course. friction. Yeah. Well, the my friction. first lesbian experience, well, my, my first lesbian oh, sex experience was tribbing. I was tribbing my girlfriend at What's the that? time. The scissoring. Tribbing? Tribbing is scissoring. Oh, okay. Just another word. Why is it tribbing? Where does that come from? What's I could not that? tell you that. Oh, okay. okay. But scissoring. Tribbing. Okay. But that was my very first. It was like not eating pussy. It was scissoring. And that Fun. is because though, but like bef- that was my first lesbian experience. And I, oh shit, I just spilled champagne all over my vagina. On her vagina. I just spilled so much champagne, champagne on me. On my vagina. vagina soaking wet with champagne. Champagne that is a, on her vagina. That is nasty. It's yes. fine. There's nothing I can do. I just sit through it. Um, so just sit on it. Just my first lesbian experience was scissoring, mainly because that's what I saw on porn. It was like girl and girl porn. Yeah, like, so that's what you expect to do. It's yeah. always like starts with scissoring. They yeah. like you know end up licking each other's pussies, things like that. So that was actually my first experience with scissoring, and that's when I realized like, oh, most lesbian sex, like most like standard lesbian sex, equals licking puss. Oh, just like eating out. Eating out, oh, fingering. Okay, yeah. And I didn't know that. And some strap-ons, things like that. Ooh, speaking of strap-ons. Here we go. The next one that I'm talking about is strap-on missionary sex, but elevated strap-on missionary sex. You're basically in missionary position, but not the straight missionary position that we talked about. It's the I'm so wet missionary position. <laughs> in a bad way. Chana's so wet. I'm so wet in a bad I'm way. I'm so hot. I'm She's sitting so wet. on so much champagne. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you basically elevate the receiver. Um, so you sort of pull them up. So like the, the giver, oh, okay, okay, you sort of I pull them it. up on your thighs. So they're elevated more so you Hot. can get another angle attack position on their foot. <laughs> attack? <laughs> position of attack. <laughs> uh, what is, you know, like in Star Wars and they're like, execute order, order 66. 66. It's like yeah. that on the clip. Yeah. Execute order 69. Oh my God. You know what we should, oh my God. If I was a lesbian, you know what I'd do right now? What? Is go online and order a custom dildo with Emperor Palpatine's face on it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
fuck? And then I'd be like, execute. That's what I want for my birthday, Corey. If you don't get that for me, oh my god. Okay, done. I'm doing this. Or if one of our listeners, someone's gonna be like, shit. I want a blown up projector image of Emperor Palpatine's face on a dildo. Going, do it, do it, do it, fuck it. Yeah, and in the part where you strap on to yourself, it says, do it. We're gonna get sued by Disney right now. Disney's like, what? They're like, we can make money off of that. We're suing them. Yeah, they're like, are you trying to tell me they're talking about? Emperor Palpatine fucking them, like how Anakin fucked the young ones. Oh my god. Yes. We're oh talking about that. Um, so the last one that I'm gonna go over, these are just I just focus on these four because they're the other like basically four were just already mentioned. It's yeah. fine. So this one is called reclined finger banging. So it's just finger <laughs> banging, but they're the receiver is in a reclined position to again get another different point of attack. Order sixty six <laughs> of the clip. And order sixty six on that clip. <laughs> That sounds like a sick song. Order 66, 66 on the on clip. clip. That's like some rap song. Some SoundCloud rapper. He's like... Oh my God. We're not rappers, nor do we want to be. Okay, so- Jordan just went from the room. <laughs> so that was, really, that was really quick. So we're going to continue with more lesbian slang. Yeah. Okay. So the following terms were defined in the 1989 Allison Allison Almanac of Dictionary of Slang and Historical Terms. This is a real thing that you can get. And I actually might do a whole entire faggot fact on this. Cool. Because it was an almanac that came out and it, it has all queerdom in it. So all LGBT uh, people are either there's like terms defined in it and stuff like that. I'll get into it in a later faggot fact. Yes, daddy. Um, so here are some lesbian slang for you. Yeah, so bitch. the first one is Janie. What do you think that is? Janie? Yeah. What's a Janie? I could not tell you. It's a vagina. Oh, that so makes it's a, it's sense. It's a term for a vagina. Janie. And then also daddling, which is to engage in lesbian sex in a face-to-face position. Oh, cute. Yeah. Um, and then there's one called a luke. It's a, the colloidal fluid in a woman. Colloidal? What does that mean? I don't. Colloidal fluid? The colloidal fluid. Is that just like... Just the regular... Your vagina Regular va- vagina juice? Because like girls... Well, I don't... But I mean, this is uh, so the vagina is a self-cleaning coital, sorry, beast. Coital, oh my god, coital fluid. Okay, coital. Is that like the mixture of both the y'all's vagina du- juices? That's a great question, Corey. I don't know the answer to that. Or is it just the coital fluid? So it just means like when you get wet to lubricate your vagina biologically. And like your 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 vagina is self-cleaning, so like yeah. throughout the day, like there's discharge and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, it's but obviously coital, so more it's of, during sex. Yeah, it's so during sure sex. It means the like lubricant that you naturally like when you get wet. Yeah. But is it referring to just like when a woman gets wet? Or was or it, it like both juices yeah, come is it together? Both juices mixing. I could not tell you. Hmm. hmm. So hmm. someone out there, <laughs> they're like, just Luke. Google it. Like Luke. It literally just says L U K E. Luke. Which reminds me of Luke. Oh. Ugh. Hi, Luke. He said happy birthday Aww. without me instigating it. That's cute. Goddamn. In another alternate universe. You're fucking him right we're now. Together yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like channel i'm sorry we came to the podcast tonight because me and luke are aggressively sh- like fucking banging i'm like right now. understood i'll see you tomorrow for yeah. the podcast anyways i hope you never listen to this <laughs> <laughs> i don't think about him that much so if you're listening to this i don't think about you that much <laughs> oh side note i'm still soaking wet from the champagne <laughs> <laughs> side note i'm soaking wet thinking about luke <laughs> <laughs> so um next one is hold a bowling ball right this one's actually crazy the more you talk the real the more i realize that maybe like i'm not as bisexual as i think i am (laughs) because i'm like i don't know these things might be a little bit more older terms okay i don't know or just like total in like lesbian circles yeah Uh, which like i've never been in a lesbian circle so um 
Holding a bowling ball is to sexually stimulate another woman by rubbing the thumb and forefinger by simultaneously on their clitoris and anus. So you either have the oh. thumb or your forefinger. One is on the clit and one is on the anus. That. So you're like, yeah, la, 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 la. You shouldn't know it be bowling ball? How you get a bowling ball? You have your thumb over here and your two. Other I thought fingers. the bowling ball. I took bowling lessons. Oh. Um, and oh, so don't you have the two middle fingers? It was. It, yeah, it's the middle finger and the ring finger are the fingers you stick in the hole. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but it like, almost that makes the same sense though. Yeah. Know, sort of. Yeah. Well, you should be using two fingers if you, oh, I guess oh, it's clit, clit, not inserting. So clit, oh, yeah. clit can be one finger, but if you're inserting at least two. I'm sure. Nice. Yeah. But G spot clit. Mm, yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Lesbians are like, shut If you go like three up, episodes ago, I taught Corey where things are. And then, like, where what the G-spot is, what the clit is, all because of the pillow we got from Vicky Rogers. Thank you, Vicky Rogers. Which Corey's leaning against right I now. I am now a lesbian. No. <laughs> Corey's like, hello. Hello. I am learned in the art of clits. Of clitorises. Uh, of clitor- clitorises. <laughs> okay, our next one is called the Cantonese groin. So that may sound racist. Yeah. I assure you it is not. Someone's okay? like, block. So it is a dildo. And the term appeared in a medieval novel describing a plant used in China for this purpose. Okay. And it specifically is the root of the plant, and I seen it. Like, I went online and I seen it. So Pornhub.com it, it slash. A, it is in a Chinese novel. So it is, like, them saying it's a Cantonese groin. Okay. So oh, okay. pretty sure it's not used racially. Well, you'll yell at us if it is, it, listeners. Yell at us if it is. <laughs> but I looked that up. Um, so yeah, it, it and that led me down a whole rabbit hole that will be a, a future fact or fact of the like most crazy dildos that have been used in throughout history. That's so f- ooh, that's a fun, fun fact, fact. fact. One of them is a ram's horn. Whoa, right. that's Whoa. fucking metal. That's death metal. Like get Black Bill from the witch. That's cut off his ooh. thing. Like, oh. Hot. That'd be hot. I'm so wet. No longer <laughs> from champagne. So from regular me. conversation. <laughs> fun fact: Black Bill is related to the devil and the witch movie in the hottest way possible so imagine just like cutting off a goat that you thought was possessed by the <laughs> devil and then that's like total witch shit if i was a witch that's exactly what i would do i'm like 99 percent sure if i was a woman and i was a witch in 16th century oh yeah and i thought a goat was possessed by the devil i'd be like i'm cutting off your horn i'm using that as a dildo totally that's exactly what I would if do. satan rolled up to me right now i'd be like i'm cutting off your horn using, it as, yeah, a dildo. using it as a dildo like uh, i'm going to hell anyways yeah. like you're showing I'd up like to- instagram that i'd be like yes go channel. yeah i'm gonna like porn <laughs> habit that's how i'm gonna make all my money is i'm gonna amateur <laughs> porn oh habit you become the next what are there two names? girls one cup no 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 oh. um <laughs> The Jenners. Oh, Kylie and Kendall yes, Jenner. Yes, yes, you become them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, that's that's the plan. Yes. Well, like, if Satan's rolling up to my house anyways, I'm just going to assume I'm going to hell. Yeah. So, like, you might as well. He'll appreciate it. Yeah. He'll appreciate you cutting off his horn for a dildo. Um, agreed. You're yeah. welcome, Satan. He's like, it grows back. It grows back. He's I'm like, Satan. It's, that, it's for that purpose. <laughs> He's like, that's why I have a horn. Wow, that's I'm so wet. Horny. From champagne, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, our last one is called a molly dyke it is a more <laughs> passive woman in a lesbian relationship huh so i don't know if that's like more slander i don't know yeah like i don't know but i said it molly, molly dyke. dyke sorry if that's offensive i didn't think it was because it's like a this is an article of like a lesbian writing this so, yeah, yeah 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 who knows i'm sure if yeah i've, I've never heard of these terms before but we're n- not either. in any lesbian circles holding a bowling ball i get that makes perfect sense yeah that makes perfect sense Cool. Well, good faggot facts. Yeah, I'm excited for your facts. future faggot facts. Yeah. Dills, not. So let's jump into my spooky scoop. It is my spooky scoop about human trafficking. Yes. Number three. Very serious. No, yes. But so, yes, get informed. So yes, everyone get fucking informed. So we're going to today we're going to talk about forced labor. It's a form of human trafficking. Ooh. Fabulous. This is my third human trafficking subject. 
Um, and I have about two or three more after this. I don't remember. Okay. I think it's like two more after this. And then after that, I'll go back to like regular spooky scoops. But it's important to stay informed because this is happening right now. Right now. Right this very second. So what is forced labor? So forced labor is forced physical labor without pay. So domestic servitude is what I talked about last episode, episode 21. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm already thinking what's the difference. So, yeah. So it can become forced labor. So the difference is like domestic servitude, they are getting paid something okay or like oh you're working to pay off a debt things like that but forced labor there's like no pay involved it's it's slavery okay. it's slavery, slavery essentially basically. yeah yeah okay. it's pretty much slavery um there are other forms of forced labor such as child labor bonded labor forced sex organ removal Shit. forced or child marriages forced adoptions you know everything like that like it Whoa. goes on and on and on pretty much just physical labor without pay so that's like a huge kind of like umbrella and there's a lot of little yeah, things yeah. under it. Um, okay, so most forced labor victims are in the fishing, textile, construction, and mineral and agricultural industries. The fishing? Um, so, yeah, so that this actually makes sense. I think Jordan might have drunk mentioned this during episode 21 when we talked about domestic servitude. Uh-huh. Um, there are certain, like with pet food brands, for example. Oh, yeah, you, you can trace back a pet food brand. Like, okay, like I buy Simone, Sheba. Um, portion things but you can like trace it back to um, these little like fishing places and like let's say Indonesia and they get these like children to be like okay come work for us it's gonna be great and then like boom it's pretty much slavery damn you're a slave like you can it's pretty crazy like there's websites out there that's like designed to like track where your food's coming from like Uh oh I just bought this brand let's track it back from its source and you can see like oh I'm giving this company money and they're making all these people into slaves like and all these profit off of slavery yeah Yeah. exactly um so yeah so the fishing industry that reminds me of cat food specifically because i give simone salmon every single day um so it's important so side note just really research what you're buying research the companies because most of them are pretty fucked up so how many (laughs) 99 percent of them are all fucked up yeah so news for you grow your own food (laughs) get a farm so how many victims are there with forced labor um, it's estimated that there are around 20.9 million victims of forced labor current 20. mood 20.9 yeah Damn. so like 21 million victims of forced labor yeah right now current mood um, so forced labor in the united states so there are more foreign victims are found in labor trafficking than sex trafficking which i thought was interesting so in the united states labor trafficking trafficking is a little bit more common which kind of makes sense to me because like i don't know i guess like growing up in southern california like I've probably been around forced laboring like more mm-hmm. than I really realized because yes. there's so many farms around me and things yeah. like that. We're so close to Mexico because I lived only like three and a half hours away from the border. So I feel, I don't know, like I'm sure it was around me more than I ever no, even yeah, realized. Um, and immigrants can be vulnerable um, in the United States because they're unfamiliar with the English language, American customs, job processes, things like that. They're not really protected. So that's and I kind of talked about that last week during my domestic servitude mm-hmm. where they come to America with the promise of a job. It suddenly switches on them and they're stuck in this country. Their you know visas are taken away. Their passports are taken away. Yeah. This and that. And they're just stuck in a situation. And but the difference for yeah, being in that situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the difference between forced labor and domestic servitude is forced labor is straight up slavery. It's like domestic servitude. They are still getting pay. They uh-huh. don't necessarily have freedom or rights, but more than just straight up forced labor but domestic servitude is a form of forced labor it's just more of like the umbrella turn so yeah so that is what my spooky scoop is today about forced labor again i said this during every other human trafficking spooky scoop if you notice something say something 
because something that is a little odd to you could save someone's life. Like mm -hmm. if you're in a mall and you see something that's a little weird, say something. Cause like worst case scenario, it was nothing. And like, that's great. Like you still raised awareness somewhere or best case scenario or worst case scenario. I don't really know, but it is something that's going on and you just save someone's life. Yeah. So really just be aware, be informed. And if you think something's weird, don't be afraid to say something because you could change someone's life and save someone. Yeah. And I'm sure like within the 50 episodes that we do, your your stories, I'm sure half of them were saw, were, were like ended because somebody was like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. And said something. Exactly. Like yeah. You can make a huge, huge, huge difference. So just say something. Don't be afraid to speak up because trafficking, everyone always focuses on sex trafficking because, yes, that is probably one of the biggest issues that we have that no one talks about yeah. but there are other forms of human trafficking and you just need to be aware forced labor slavery is happening it's happening domestic yeah, servitude it's, it's happening sex trafficking it's happening children brides it's happening like Ooh, child soldiers Jesus. it's happening so you just need to be aware open your eyes and understand that this world is pretty fucked That's up crazy. and you can save a life and yeah. there are organizations everywhere all you need to do is google it like organization for trafficking and like a hundred organizations will pop up even ashton kutcher has a fucking organization oh, cute. so that's all that's my spooky scoop human Me trafficking too. get informed woot 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 okay well let's go into my spooky story yeah your segment <laughs> my supernatural segment there let's we get go. let's fucking get into let's this get into it okay so y'all mine today originally Ooh. was going to be about multiple gates to hell america or Ooh. the united states of america you're like six i'm not gonna give my address nope. but you're like provo utah <laughs> you're like provo utah or i'm in orem bitch i'm not in provo i'm in provo <laughs> but, <laughs> there's a podcast friend that we have they're called like palm pitch pod i think uh -huh. they're located in, in salt lake and they're like oh, they hey are? like where do you and Corey live like we should all meet up and that i was like be fun. i was like oh we're in provo they're like ew why yeah, and like, i was like good question <laughs> We're like, we're cons. We agree. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Why is the good question? Like, why are we in Bravo? Like, we don't have a good answer to that. So we're just not going to answer it. <laughs> yeah. I leave on red. I'm like, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer we could give. There's no answer. Ew. I'm like, just silent. You're like, we're just, it's our fault. We're, we're wrong. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Okay. So originally it was going to be about the multiple gateways to hell. Fun. But then I dived into this, the stole cemetery. Okay. Um, and it just like totally opened up into this huge ass story. So it ended up just being about Stoll Cemetery. And is this one specific gate to hell? This is one specific gate to hell. So are you going to go over the other gates yes. to hell? Yes. So disclaimer, yes. So this is a whole like mythos that we have just dipped, dipped <laughs> our tip into. We just cracked open. Like we are, what's it, what's the Mormon, what's it called? The Mormon thing? Dipping? It's, it's dipping. Yeah. It's okay. marinating. So we are, we have marinated and Ew. just dipped our tip into like tips only into, into the hell vagina topic, into the hell vagina um tips into <laughs> <laughs> okay um that's a fucking podcast cycle. Right <laughs> we just right there, we are dipping the tip of hell into <laughs> wait we're dipping the tip into the hell vagina, dipping the tips <laughs> into the hell vagina. um I'll, I'll explain this mythos a teeny bit so okay. there are multiple gates to hell everywhere that you know i'm sure folklore in every parts of the globe have like said this is the gateway to hell this is the gateway to hell etc etc mm -hmm. so besides that there are in some of these like lores say that oh this is one of the seven gates in america in, in the u.s that are gateways to hell okay but then also there is a gateway to hell in america that it like it's in Maine or it's in like New England area Fun. that are that is called the seven gateways to hell because you have to walk through these seven gates in order to get to hell. <gasps> so there's like a discrepancy between are there seven specific 
well-known gates to hell or is in it like the U.S. One location. And this is one of them, or is it this one location? Okay. So um, I'm not sure, and I'll look into that more, and that'll like I'll get on, you know, I'll get to that in the next, you know, Couple ten episodes. or fifteen episodes. Yeah, so yeah. Just deal with it. But I don't know because I did I, I like actually spent about ten or fifteen minutes looking that up and trying to decipher the difference. Yeah. But there is a one location. Interesting. That is called the seven gates to hell. That in and of itself is one gate to hell. You so, just have to walk through seven physical gates. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, question, uh, like through throughout your quick research, did yeah. you, was there a gate to hell in Utah? No, I didn't see one. Damn. No, not one of the big ones, no. And I've only, and I've only seen four. I only okay. saw four specific ones. Okay, and this one that we're talking about today is where? This one is in Kansas. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, I just bumped my thing too. We're disasters. We just both do- like punched We're our mics. We're just like total fouls. Total fouls. Party fouling all over the place. Oh, oh my god! I even have like the original introduction where I'm like, okay, we're gonna talk about three different gates to hell today. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna talk about Stull Cemetery, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, just a 20-minute ride west of the college town of Lawrence, Kansas, is a cemetery that is said to harbor a gateway to hell. Sick. Even more peculiar is that this gate to hell is underneath the ruins of a 150-year-old church. I think it's like technically 151 years old. And to be more specific and like give you sort of a like a grounding or like a layout of the area, Stoll is not a specific town. Okay. Actually, Stoll is just technically like under five houses. Oh. And a building and this cemetery. Because literally, if you if you drove from Stoll Cemetery to the center of Lawrence, Kansas, which is where the University of Kansas is, okay, or Kansas University, it's not it's not Kansas State, it's the University of Kansas. Okay. If you everyone there is like woo, he got it right. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo. <Yeah. laughs> so someone is flashing their like sorority like, titties at us. Please flash your tits in a gif and send it to me. I'm gay. I don't care. <laughs> Actually, care just because it'd be fun. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> have a good like one. a Kansas University shirt Ooh, on and hot. Like, flash your tits. Yeah, like, do it to ah. us or I'm gonna die. <laughs> have a bra on. I don't care. Yeah, you got a fucking shirt on underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just flash your tits, but still have a bl- like another shirt. Yeah, on it's hilarious. <laughs> So, um, so basically, if you literally drove from Stoll Cemetery to the center center of Lawrence, Kansas, it would take you 20 minutes. I looked it up on Google. Cool. Okay, we should so go. <laughs> this place is technically called like a community. Actually, yeah, it's called an unincorporated community, Ew. which in the U.S. means that it's basically too small town. to even be considered a town, and it has no uh, like governing uh, like local government. So it's like a little. Like ungoverned nugget of people like to me i was immediately just like a province but i literally have no idea what a province means technically but but here we are to me i was like okay it's there (laughs) so stole it's literally like this area with like these few basic it's like like, 20 people a cemetery no literally and i think even now all of the people left i'm like my hands like yeah we're gay handing it right now right now. i'm like drunk and i'm like yeah <laughs> like, i'm like turn binding right now with my hand you're a fucking airbender right now yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like ah no ang no oh, no ang not my tip or ong ong no no <laughs> fuck you m night Shyamalan. go fuck yourself <gasps> but like thanks for all the other movies except that one <laughs> yeah uh yeah i love the village the I village is fun signs obviously I love unbroken fuck um i never saw the happening I haven't either. Uh-uh. I and love the village, though. The what's the other one? The one with the the mermaid thing in what? the um, what is it? There's like a mermaid thing or like a weird sea creature in a pool. 
I no idea. And it's all these like weird eclectic people in a hotel or a motel, whatever. It's fine. It That's literally, fine. I've never heard of that. It, it, like, I give it points for like trying to be different, yeah, yeah. original, but it just. Didn't but that's why out. we have David Lynch because he's the different. Yeah, weird right. Director. It just it totally did not work out. Yes, yeah, so fuck you. Um, Wait, fun fact, really quick. Yeah. One last sidetrack before you really jump yeah, into sure, this, because yeah. before we get super spooked. So yeah, Jordan's phone. So every single time he would try to type out "Yas Queen," Uh-oh. his autocorrect would change it to "Yes Lawrence." It's like the straightest way to say "Yas Queen." Uh, you know what? That actually gives me. Um, Goosebumps because I've had a lot of acquittant quint. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not spooked. I couldn't even tell you. A lot you of what coincidences. I couldn't even tell you. What I know, happened. right? Drunk. A lot of coincidences in like the past week. It, it's like really spooked with me Lawrence. Fuck out. No, just like Lauren. You say that about Lawrence, but I've been researching something about Lawrence. But like yesterday, I saw something that said like you know fuck your mom's tits and like you know. Five yeah. days ago, my brother called me and said, fuck your mom's kids. You know, so like, 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 random coincidences like that that I'm like, this is getting annoying. You know when you like look at the clock and it says 11-11? Yeah. And then for like the next week, you look at the clock and it says 11-11 like seven totally. more times. And you're like, what the fuck? Am I going to die? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Well, that's how like every single, for the past like four nights, I have been really struggling sleeping because like yeah. depression and whatnot. Um, so every single time though, when I'm awake at around, you know, like 3.03, 3.27, oh I always look at my phone Kill at yourself. those times. And I'm like, oh, these are the times where noob haunted yeah. me. Kill yourself. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. Like, I keep on looking at those times, and I'm like, why? Why can't I look uh-huh. at, like, 3.15? You have ruined 3.03, 3.27, and then uh, 3.33. 3.33. You have ruined one. those three times for me. Sorry. If I'm up, like, playing League of Legends, <laughs> and I, like, look at the clock, and it says 3, I'm like, I can't look at a clock <laughs> for the next hour. <laughs> you, like, set an alarm for an hour, so you're like, I I'm made like, okay, it. Okay, <laughs> I can finally look at a goddamn clock. Well, last <laughs> night, like, and every night, if I stay up past 3, I have to stay up till 4. I just yeah. have to because, uh-huh. like, I can't fall asleep. Yeah, you asleep. have to get – you can't, yeah. And then when I wake up, like, needing to pee at 3, anytime oh, yeah, I'm like, three, fuck I'm like, that. fuck you, body. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you, Satan. Yeah. I'm yeah, not doing you, that. Satan. You could wait, like, 40 minutes to make me go pee. Yeah, you goddamn asshole. Yeah, I'm just waiting to, like, see a dark fucking shadow in the corner of my room and kill myself. Ooh, nut. Or <laughs> – Again, rather have the scream in the ear than totally. the shadow in the corner. Totally. Just get that release. Totally. Yeah. Uh-uh. I think you edited that out last episode. Did I? I think no. You, I think you might have. I edited so much out. I was so sad. It took Corey six and a half ad- hours to like, edit. I was just like, okay, we have to edit that. Well, that's okay, for Patreon that. shit. Okay, oh, speaking of, we're going to start a Patreon soon. <laughs> just oh, like speaking of that, we will. So anyways, going back to three tangents ago. Sorry, I just had to say the yes, Lawrence no, thing. No, yeah, you're good, you're good. Because so, now we're going to get spooked. So yeah, so Stoll Cemetery gained notoriety in 1974 when an article was posted in the November issue of the University Daily Kansas. So the university, so whenever I talk about locals, I'm referring to semi the stole locals, but the semi, like literally throughout history, the territory or area or province or your mom's clit yeah. area of stole, I don't like, it totaled 50 people. That was okay. like the max ever. That's so crazy. So when I talk about locals, I'm referring to that, but I'm also referring to mostly the inhabitants of Lawrence and mostly like the college kids yes, of Lawrence, Lawrence throughout yeah. the years. So, like, this issue in the University Daily Kansas, it was titled Legend of Devil Haunts Tiny Town. And it was uh, it was tits. written by Jane Penner, or J-A-I-N Penner. Pen- penis. Yeah, penis. Jane Penis. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's, Jane. She's like a feminist lesbian. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> she's like, 
Fuck y'all. Fuck you. She's like, Chana, you say you're a feminist, but you just call me Jane Penis. Yeah, okay. I'm more feminist than you. Classic BuzzFeed de- debate. But wouldn't it be feminist to not take offense from the word penis because you're just so above it? <gasps> oh That's next level feminism. <laughs> We're editing. <laughs> we just offended so many people. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost, I'm pretty much offended. I'm offended by me. I'm offended by me every day. I'm offended by me trying to label a feminist movement. <laughs> I'm offended by me not being offended by you being offended. <laughs> okay, so so again, that was in 1974, and just as like a good, <laughs> <That's> so serious. <laughs> like, like you're like in. okay, rated it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, so we have to stop laughing though because I'm editing that whole part out. <laughs> okay. So again, that was in 1974, and just as like a good note of reference, The Exorcist came out <gasps> Ooh, in 1973. Fun. The, so good less than a year before, because The Exorcist came out in December of 1973, actually December 23rd, which is like the craziest date to release a fucking Merry Christmas movie. Yeah. So literally, and this came out. The article came out in November. So less than a year later, this article comes out. Just as a good point of reference. Nice. The Exorcism um, changed the and, game. Like, changed the nation. Literally changed the nation. Changed everything. In a like horror, just like sense. it was like Psycho started it all. The Exorcism yeah. pushed it over the yeah, edge. Yeah, it was like bam. This is fucking in your life. Because they're like, let's see how far we can take this. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. I fucking love horror. Anyways, okay. So Corey's um, hard. There are also other accounts in the university of a professor in the 1950s starting this as an urban legend oh. to literally test and observe oh. how urban legends function. This is creepy pasta shit. There is nothing superficial backing this claim other than the fact that the locals of Stoll and Lawrence do say this. So I was okay. literally on like a paranormal website or blog. Those are and so somebody fun. brought this up because when he questioned a local in Lawrence about this, they brought up that it was probably one of the professors. Mm. So it's still hearsay, but it's at, le- at least local hearsay that it was brought up within the, in the um, university. That's cool. Yeah, in the 50s. So that's just another take on how this whole legend started. So it was either just by that one girl posting that article. Yeah. Or it was like, it has been a urban legend in the town since the 50s. 1950s and then that creepy girl pasta. made it. Sorry? 1950s creepypasta. Yeah. And then, or that girl, and then in that girl in the 70s sort of made it quote unquote viral, you know, through the, through the newspapers and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. So in order to understand the cemetery of Stull, you also need to understand the town, quote unquote town or area. So we're going to get into the history of the area and then of the 50 people who live there. (laughs) Yes. Originally, the area of Stoll okay. was known as a deer, a deer Creek, and it was a settlement. It wasn't even deer a town Creek. yet. And that was established in 1857. And then later, it was named Stoll after the postmaster, Sylvester Stoll. So all I can think is Sylvester Stoll. Yeah, totally. Totally. During the late 1850s, a handful of families living in Deer Creek, they organized a church, and they began like meeting in members' houses until 1867. When mm-hmm. that happened, they finally uh, made a stone structure built out of limestone, and they called it the Evangelical Emmanuel and Deer Creek Mission. So this was built oh, on okay. a hill overlooking what is now the cemetery of Stoll Cemetery, and the hill is called Emmanuel Hill. Okay. So um, eventually, long story short, like the whole settlement was actually German, and they spoke like the sermons were in German until 1908. Jeez. So we're going back. Let's go back, though. Or, well, no, not back. Um, in 1922, they finally built a new church, um, just a cro- like a little bit across the way, but a little bit far away, out of wood. And then they abandoned this original 
church made out of limestone. Oh. And so this is the church in the lore that is actually built above the gateway to hell. Sick. Yeah. So I'm fucking like, y'all, I'm fucking excited. This is so fucking cool. Corey's back is in a closet. We're ready to go. Yeah. Every time we talk about this shit and then like every time, especially when I watch Sabrina, I'm like, I don't realize how much if like Satanism really granted you magical powers, I'd be like, I'm fucking in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Totally. So, So, oh my God. Is that your foot? So yeah, that's my foot. Yeah, I was like, Satan Satan's just like, touched Satan's me. Like, yeah. Satan's like, what'd you say, Chandler? I'd be like, I'm so fucking in. I want magical power so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's uh-huh. like the whole reason why I. Well, not the whole reason, but like one of the many reasons I originally got into Wicca when I was a teenager right? is because I wanted the powers. Like I told like, you how so today, enticing. like the last spell I did was like a love binding spell. Like now yes. looking back, I'm like, why yeah, did you, you ever do it. that? But like. It's crazy just to think, like, what the power... And, like, you know, one thing I've always wanted to do was the glamour spell from the craft when she, like, changes her <gasps> yes. hair color. Like Makes right now is like, yeah. Literally, I've always wanted to do the glamour spell. It's, like, my big fantasy. Yeah. I'm going to get back into Wicca. Let's just face it. It'd we all so know fun. it's going to happen. It's so, like, beguiling. It's just so fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Um, Satan. During this time, so just as some, like, actual history, I'll shove it... This is why I shoved it in here. Shove that dick in the mouth. In the early 1900s, there's no actual date, but so probably, like, in the first two decades of the 1900s, um, there are two specific deaths that happen in this area. And, y'all, like, just to say this is important because in the most populated, like, throughout history, the most populated this area ever was was 50 fucking people. So two people's a lot. Yeah, so two people's a pretty good, like, percentage going on here. So first, a boy was accidentally burned alive by his father while they were doing a control burn of the fields. I don't know what happened. I try, I, like, I mean, this was said like five different times, I'm horrified. but none of the times it ever like went into super big detail. What I basically am getting from it while putting in some like you know fuckery yeah, yeah. is basically they were doing some controlled burns and the the boy wasn't clear on where it was oh. and the dad was doing it and the boy probably wasn't aware so he was probably but. trapped in a circle of controlled <gasps> burns or that's whatever that's horrific and then fucking burned to death that's, that's real like that literally happened oh like a boy was burned to death accidentally by his father i would kill myself during a controlled burn if i did that to my child there is no way possible i would not kill myself yeah, that would be oh that'd be so horrible to live with um so the second death is and this is real too a local man went missing for a day and then like the next day they found him hanging in a tree and in the like in most of these reports it was like there was no way the man did it himself oh like he could not have done it himself he was just he was missing and then the next day was just found hanging in a tree so either some demon or some like random people just hung him in a tree oh either way it's fucked up yeah like in yeah it's, it's fucking like creepy as fuck and in parts of the legends or most of these legends is that these two deaths specifically along with other like just you know generic spooky shit happens in a road or an old road it's fine an old road that leads to the cemetery leads to spooky so in the legend this road um it only shows shows up in old maps of the stole area but they don't show up in recent oh, maps that's because cool it's shit. been like you know either ignored now because it was such a old road it would basically maybe be considered a trail yeah or it's just been renamed something else oh that's cool yeah, so it's cool but it used to be called devil's road colloquially i want to go yeah. i want to go Every spooky location you name ever in every episode, oh, I want to go. No, yeah. We should like compile a list and like have like people vote. Like, where it should Corey and Chana so go? Fun to go. <gasps> I would go to that. these places. I like. 
Um, It'd be pretty cheap for me to travel there. It's free for you. Pretty yeah, cheap for like me. I would just like, take photos for Instagram. <laughs> I would go and I would go at night if it wasn't crazy demonic. If if a place isn't crazy demonic, like I'm this, okay. I wouldn't go at night. I would go during the day. This I would actually go at night because it's more like. It's less like one fucking demon haunts this place and will fuck you It's more up. like you will enter the demon hall instead of like yeah. this is... But I will get into this and it, it's actually a bad idea to go because they're so protective of the place now. And okay. I'll get to that. Cool. But like the police, like the police will send you away if Damn. they realize you're just coming to look at it. But we're a, we're a famous podcast. <laughs> they, and, they, and they actually might because one of the blogger dudes was like, hey, I just said I had a blog and I wanted like actual historical information. And then the dude was act, like the caretaker of the place was automatically nice when he said that. So here's the deal. If you live in Kansas, close to where this is happening. In Lawrence. And you don't mind Corey and I staying at your place, yeah. let us know. And we will fucking come. We can have a pillow fight. We oh live naked. And our, our like panties i'll make you my sun-dried tomato pasta oh my god yeah (laughs) um but literally like if you live in kansas and you don't mind us crashing your place we will come yeah we will i would totally do that i will totally go we're like two two like three days from now they're like come we're like like, well (laughs) oh well i'm busy no we'll come (laughs) so also just to continue like with these legends of stoles i guess we're going to sort of time warp to semi-present day okay so um to follow up with this sort of like you know the devil's coming to this place as a gateway to hell there's obviously cult shit going on yes so with the area and like the surrounding quote-unquote town of stole even reports go to today of if like people will go in and try and look at this place that sometimes if you're not stopped by the police and you get past them somehow there are pickup trucks and specifically pickup trucks they don't (laughs) say which color but they have started to follow people (gasps) And then start to chase them <gasps> until they turn around and get out of the area. And people uh, sort of, especially in the like, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s before this got crazy popular, um, have it like, you know, attested that to being like cult activity. Because they'll like be like, get the fuck out of here. This is like the gateway to hell. This is our satanic, you know, like cool. worship. So like get the fuck out. That's cool like, shit. Like, you know, get your fucking stupid college ass out of here. Like this is real. Get Meanwhile, out. I'm like masturbating while walking to the gate of hell. Yeah, you're like, I'm like, they're I'm like, so unready. They're like, you can, you can go. I'm like, I'm wet with dread. <laughs> <laughs> wet with dread. They're like, you may pass. <laughs> I'm like, yes. That's yes. another episode of ours. <laughs> like, Thank you. You're like, you're like, by the way, like, a, anyways, how's your sex anyways, life? Anyways, how's your sex life, cultist? <laughs> they're like, it's great. Oh, my God. Is that Korean channel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The devil's like, what the fuck? What's up? Oh, my God. My dream in life is for a cultist to walk up to us and be like, oh, my God. Corey, Channa, we love you guys. I will shit my pants like, and Rock come. Cthulhu. I'm like, same. I I'm will like, come the hardest I've ever come to yeah. came <laughs> whatever <laughs> i would come so hard i would come harder than that porn star girl you just watched three hours ago <laughs> <laughs> also this is really cool too this is actually really interesting because this was said multiple times so I'm, I'm pre- it might not it's be science. real no it's, but science. it's almost science yeah it's like so supernatural science multiple legends report that in 1993 John Paul uh, II, when he was visiting the U.S., had the plane diverted around the whole state of Kansas as he stated that it was unhallowed ground due to Stoll Cemetery. <gasps> Isn't that fucking metal? That's Ooh, not fucking cool. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Sick, bro. Sick, bro. Okay, so now let's jump into the the cemetery, like the epicenter of whatever, yes. what, all that shit that's going on. So the this clitoris. Is cemetery. The clitoris. The clit. So originally... Um, the cemetery consisted of just under 100 headstones, and there is a large pine tree and then a church on the on the Emanuel Hill that we talked about overlooking the cemetery grounds. Now, other than 
this place being a gateway to hell um and it's like you know it's used other by, than that yeah like you know like other than that yeah. <laughs> so we all so like yeah just to, like the main legend is like this is Stoll cemetery it is a gateway to hell okay and lucifer himself uses it on spring equinox and halloween night <gasps> to come from hell to the earth let's go so this, yeah this is like one of his places uh, so that's like the main meat. Uh, that's like the whole like, you know, log line of this is Stoll Cemetery. So other than that, there are four specific points of interest. Okay. That also have like little legends surrounding them. Yes. Yes. So the first one is the tombstone. Ooh. So it is said that there is a tombstone that is not in the ledger, le- like the original ledgers of the cemetery. So if you go and you're like, you know, Shits McGee is, is buried <laughs> here. And then like your mom's buried here, you know, something like that. Yeah. This is not on the ledgers. So there's a tombstone that like appears sometimes. Some random ass tombstone. It's not in the ledgers. And it. No the, record. The word witch is <gasps> written on it, but it is W-I-T-T-I-C-H. <gasps> um, so it's like, you know, witch or something like that. Yeah. Witch incorrect spelling T's. of witch. Incorrect spelling of witch. So it's written into it that is said to hold the bones or just like be above the buried bones of Lucifer's son. <gasps> Who's Lucifer's son? Right. So the mother of this would-be antichrist that has died was a witch that was hung from a tree in the early 1900s. So I'm going to also get into the legend of this huge ass pine tree that used to be on the grounds where it is rumored that a witch was was hung, basically. But So... um. This sun is reported to still to this day in spirit form sulk around the grounds of the cemetery and more in the surrounding woods in the form of a similar to a werewolf. So let's get to the tree. There was a large pine tree that stood on the grounds until 1998 that grew out of a headstone. So the legend (gasps) is, is that it literally grew out of the middle of a a headstone, splitting it in half. Ew. And this is where it gets really creepy. I'm already spooked. So the headstone is said to have the verse Matthew 16, 18 (gasps) written on it. And this is what Matthew 16, 18 (gasps) says. Fuck. Oh. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the (gasps) gates of Hades will not overcome it. (gasps) So basically in the legend of this tree, growing up oh that God. throughout time witches have done black sabbaths around Hell because yeah. of witches yeah right i'm so excited we're getting to it um basically in the legend this tree splits out of the headstone basically defiling that verse because Fuck. in this legend this legend is basically or the the scripture is basically real life in the legend of stole cemetery because there is a church built on a hill over the gates of Hades, and it says it will not overcome it. But then a pine tree sprouts out in the middle of the tombstone, breaking it in half. <gasps> uh, that's fucking crazy. That's awesome. fucking <laughs> cool. So as there I needs said, to be a horror film about this cemetery. Right? No. Th- oh, oh no. We'll get to this. We'll get to the, like the legacy that Stoll Cemetery has. Yes, yeah. Daddy. So as I said, a witch has been said to have been hung here in the by the early settlers of Lawrence, Kansas. And as a tribute over the years, witches have gathered around the tree to hold black masses on the spring equinox and on Halloween night in her honor. And they frequently also will just meet to dance around the tree. Sick. Why the fuck Naked not, dance. Right? right? Damn. I, this is making me want to get seriously back into Wicca. Right? This so, is so cool. On October 30th of 1998, the pine was cut down right before Halloween. By who? The official said that it is because it had died the summer before. But everybody, the locals are like, the tree was totally fine. They just cut down the fucking tree. They're like, fuck this tree. Uh-huh. Oh. They're like, fuck this tree cool. because it like draws too much attention. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Okay, so now let's get to the church. 
Um, oh, fuck. Since its abandonment in 1922, as I said earlier, they abandoned, like, this, uh, the people of the town built a, like, wooden church, and they went and, and they, like, you know, started worshiping in that and then just, like, totally abandoned the town. I also, like, looked it up. There is no reason why they were like, fuck this, we're just building this, you know, hmm. now wooden church, which is less sound. Yeah, like, limestone sounds like a much better church. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, I guess the church was, like, technically old, and so they're like, let's build a new one. But, but why? why just, like, totally abandon that church? Yeah. Like, it's spooky. It's pretty spooky. There yeah. must be a reason that's maybe undocumented. Yeah. Something crazy started happening. Because they literally were just like, okay, let's raise 20000 It literally says that they raised $20,000 in 1990 or 1922 money. But like, why? Like the, the church, church, the limestone church was probably way more prettier than the wooden one. Right? Or, yeah. Or they could just like renovate it. Question for you. Is, a, is any of those churches still standing are any of those yeah i believe standing. the 1920 the one that was built in 1922 is still standing. the wood one yeah because they the renamed it something to like be after the stole like they their their congregation was named differently to like reflect that the town was called stole instead okay. of Deer creek basically but, but the limestone one is gone now yes and okay. i'll get to that yeah, okay, okay it's yeah. just rubble right now in oh, okay yeah. i was just wondering if they like kept both churches up forever they're like that's oh, the old yeah, church they, like immediately <laughs> abandon it like they like in the wikipedia article they like immediately are like fuck this we're never visiting this place again we'll interesting yeah. they don't talk about why uh-huh. okay demons yeah. obviously demons. all <laughs> right let's get into this i'm fucking stoked. when you like when when a whole group of people raise a shit ton of money and abandon <laughs> for a, a church place, yeah, they yeah. abandoned it because of demons. Okay, I put chapstick <laughs> on. I drink my champagne. Let's do this. I'm pumped. So yeah, so since its abandonment, I still need to. The church was has been rumored to be used by witches and occult groups yes. for worship. Yes, yes. Many accounts uh, talk about people visiting the church as it has had no ceiling for a long time, and they visit the church when it's raining. <gasps> and as it's raining, th- no rain falls in the church. <gasps> so you could stand in the rain, like in the open sky. And the rain will not get you wet if you stand in the church. Fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's also accounts of if you take two bottles at the same time and hold them in a, a formation of an inverted cross, Ooh. you can't break them. <gasps> but if you put it in the, in a cross, <laughs> they'll break. If you, ah! Yeah. So if you put, oh so if you get two bottles and you put, you know, put them across each other so it makes a cross, uh-huh. and you smash it against the wall it'll of the break. church, they'll break. But, but if you move it down to make an inverted cross, it won't break. What? It's not fucking specific someone like <laughs> some physics person explain that shit right it's fucking crazy <laughs> um so sadly in the march in march oh this is where we get to my shit that i called you for Janet. Oh! oh y'all my back <laughs> is in a fucking closet <laughs> cody called me specifically during this part if, today if this is where i get so sucked scared. in the closet if i'm ever gonna get sucked in the closet this it's is now it. this is now so over time, the building sort of crumbled and deteriorated. We already said the roof was gone for a long period of time. Yeah. That's sort of those legends of the rain. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think one of the walls crumbled, and so three remained for a very, very long time. Okay. But sadly, on March 29th of 2002, the rest of the walls just crumbled. So just today. Which is literally today, y'all, that we are reading this, and I didn't know this. So let me get so let me get into this. Okay. So there was a uh, one known owner of the land now today. His name is Major Weiss, and there are two other owners of the land, but he did not disclose their names on purpose. So in a in the Lawrence Daily Journal, you could literally go look this up online. It quotes him saying, I didn't authorize it to be torn down, he said. He declined to name the other landowners. And then later in the article, it quotes a woman who lives next to the area. And she said, when she laid, and it says, when she laid down to take a nap early in the day Friday, 
Which is the today, ch- also, it's also Friday. also fucking today. The church still was standing. She awoke several hours later and found that the walls had been reduced to rubble piles. What? So, y'all, literally 17 years ago to the exact day, March 29th on Friday. Which is today. Which is Friday. literally today. It's currently Friday, March 29th, 2019. Yeah. The, the, the remaining walls, I believe it's three. I'm not clear from all the different accounts. They just fell down what? of the church. They just fucking fell down out of no account. I think she says like she saw one one fall or she noticed one fell and then she goes to sleep and then the other fell. What? Yeah. And so y'all, I didn't had no idea that this had happened. And as I was reading this and I read her account, I was like, oh my God, she said March 29th. And then I looked down at my computer and I was like, that's today. And then the wind blew because <laughs> it's been stormy today. Yeah. And the wind blew and I have a window open or I have a window open and it like blew the blinds at the exact same time that I realized that it was March 29th. And then I'm like, oh my fucking God. And so I called Chana and then I, I tell her what's going on and I hang up and then I'm like, oh my God, I need to look at what day March 29th, 2002 was. And y'all, it's a motherfucking Friday. And it's Friday right now. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah, it was a little spooky. I literally went down and like talked with Chris for a bit. I was oh, like, I'm spooked. A little spooky. <laughs> I was like shitting my pants. That's like, that's like too coincidental. I was like eating my falafel burger and being being like Corey scared me. Yeah, I <laughs> watching was, Game it of Thrones. It's a little spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now let's now let's get to the gateway. This is like the final point of interest. Um, how are we like? How I'm already spooked. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Now let's get into the gateway. Let's get into the meat of the story. So, yeah, Daddy. The steps are nearly impossible to find, um, but are usually said to be on the right side of the church when facing it, and they are covered by a hidden seal, which again only opens up on Halloween night and the spring equinox. Okay. So. If you manage to actually find the steps, because sometimes in all the legends, they're not right directly right of the church. They're sometimes just hidden under a tombstone or like, you know, in a weird place in the cemetery. So if you manage to find these steps, of course, you should never venture down there. Oh, hell no. Because in most of the lore, it is impossible to ever return. They literally (gasps) say like, if you... If you um, get into the steps and you turn a corner and you can't see the exit, you will never, like, if you try to turn back around, it won't end. Like, your fucking crazy-ass stairway. <gasps> like, my apartment stairs. Apartment Maybe my apartment stairs is a gateway to hell. Oh, my God. Shut up. I have to walk down that tonight. Take that goddamn elevator, what if Corey. it's broken again? <laughs> That's true. My elevator's always broken. Um, so, also, one says that if you go down the stairs, it will take you two weeks to get back up to the ground level although it will seem to you like only moments. Whoa. So if you go down Whoa. Um, and you just like, you're like, okay, I'm I will done. Go down. I'm scared. I want to leave. You go back. It'll feel like, you know, another 10, 15 seconds to you, but you'll come up two weeks later. Whoa. Yeah. Also, Question. When you come up yeah. at the same time of night or you'll come up at like some random time, like, oh, it's 1.30 in, in the I afternoon. I would assume the same time. Okay. Because it, uh, it would appear the same to you and that's sort of the fun fuckery. Okay. Uh, I would assume, but that's not in the lore. I didn't really know that uh, detail. It makes sense, though. Like, if, if we watched a horror film, they would roll up at the same time at night. They'd oh, be yeah. like, what? And then, like, they'd get in the car, and then, like, you know, it'd be like, hey, it's March, you know, 29th instead of January 1st. Or yeah, yeah, And you're like, what? You're like, what the fuck? Also, with this, after starting to descend the stairs, it'll feel as if a person is has be- begun to drag you down. No! Feeling as like some like people are grabbing onto your clothes and pulling you down. You'll start to go down faster. You'll have to start to resist to, to go. And they say when this happens, you uh, the next immediate descent or like you know uh, indication of descent is that you will you start to hear the sounds of the dam- like the souls of the dam screaming and wailing. 
And then you'll start to, the last one is you start to hear the sounds of your ancestors that were bad and sent <gasps> to hell. They start to plead for you to rescue them. <gasps> and that fucking crazy. Fuck that. That is so fucking crazy. <laughs> My ancestors are like, shut up. I'm gay. I can't. I, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm, I can't. I'm just going to join you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a woman. Corey's gay. We're in hell by default. Also, most people visiting the cemetery around or after midnight will experience loss of times like Blair Witch style. Oh, cool. Where they, That's they'll sick. literally just like, there's a lot of accounts of people just like, we visited the place and everything was fine. We maybe heard a spooky sound, but it could have easily been something else. And then they like get back to their car and it's three hours later, but they thought they were there for like 20 minutes. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we That's got there cool. at midnight. And everything was chill. And we were like, you know, we felt robbed from the legends and stuff because yeah. it was very uneventful. But then I got back to my fucking car and it was three hours later. <sighs> and I thought it was like 20, 30 minutes. That's that creepy. Would, that would be that would be so that would be cool because to me, that's like one of the most low key believable things that could happen. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, oh, none of the flashy spectacle stuff that you see in movies happens. But then you get back to your car and it's three hours later and you're like. How the fuck do I explain Like, your that? concept of time got fucked up. Yeah. Not like you didn't, there was no jump scares involved. Uh-uh. It was all like you didn't even notice the dread, the, the, the scare, the yeah. horror factor. You were just in some fucked up dimension and you didn't know it. Damn. Yeah. Cause you're just like, you know, an insignificant human. Okay. Well, Damn. Corey and I are going. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> but if we see the next stairs. This is like 50 years later and we're like, hey, we're back. Ah! I'm like, hello, everybody, we're back. <laughs> if we go and there's stairs, I'm not going down the hell stairs. No. I'll tell you that right now. No. I'm like, sorry, Satan, come get me. He's yeah. like, yes. He's like, yes, baby. I'd like to imagine that Satan's really, really, really hot. Um, yes. He's like total daddy. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're like hairy chested, crazy ass powers, you are dark haired, oh, curly hair, sweaty, with a beard, slightly sweaty and un- like Oof. disheveled, uncut, and brooding fucking uncut as hell (laughs) (laughs) like you have so much foreskin you could cover me and like he will do any sex position you've ever Uh wanted but like jesus would be a bitch at sex he would be like Mm -hmm. let's just do missionary but satan's like i'm gonna fuck you raw dog doggy style yes bitch (laughs) yes bitch (laughs) Uh. so um final like little lore of the area is that people camping near the cemetery uh, hear noises of witches chanting and cackling also beastly roars from unnatural animals as well as growl, and this is very specific. There's growling and hissing and footsteps, <gasps> as if something is checking out your, like, came over to check out your campsite to be like, "Ew, who the fuck's over here?" Ew, like checking out our no. fucking gateway to hell. So that's like a little creepy shit. So since the article again was published in 1974, Stoll Cemetery has become a very popular place for those seeking the supernatural and the occult. So this is where we get most of the lore from is because there's that college town right next to it. So a lot of this lore is just from these college kids over the decades visiting and being like, oh shit, because since the the 70s, this has been a big, you know, thing, yeah. or big local thing at least. So there has been for reals a reported 150 visitors on the Halloween of 1977. Ooh. And that's like a pretty, that seemed like a pretty legit report that I saw. Also, it got so out of hand that in the Halloween of 1988, there were over 500 (gasps) reported visitors and they just trashed the place, vandalized the place so much that in the, this is a real site, in the Lawrence Daily Journal uh, World uh, in November 1st of 1989, it like the previous Halloween was so intense that in 1989, they noted that the police finally has accomplished to get the place quieted down. 
Damn. Like they finally like so like the next year, um, they like had places to do roadblocks and they were like, You can't Just fucking go that many people. Fuck you because you're like vandalizing the place and trashing up this place. Like That's so disrespectful. Because yeah. like, yeah, it's the gates to hell. But also there are people that were buried at the cemetery, just like regular old mom and dad. Yep. So disrespectful. Don't disrespect a cemetery. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Don't disrespect land ever, but specifically a gateway to hell or a cemetery. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, so vandalizers. Like now you, I like maybe if we like if you went to the day through the day in the day you would probably be able to go and visit in the day but if you went like Halloween night like there'll be police roadblocks maybe even till this day that are just like no like go the fuck away you're obviously here and we don't want you vandalizing the area and creating problems We're going. go away we're going yeah right yeah <laughs> so as of 2010 there was a reported 13 headstones have been broken and 11 are missing altogether ooh missing yeah, missing Wait, wh- here's my question if you steal a headstone what do you do with it you like put it in your living you room you put it in your fucking room because you're a college drunk drunk college kid ah uh, yeah. there we go I mean, we, we have a mannequin we had a mannequin no it's in my storage unit i mean if we went we to a have. place that was the reported gateway to hell and we could steal a headstone i would steal one we're uh, i would we're a little more respective i feel but at the same time we would be definitely like tempted to do so totally <laughs> i would definitely take pictures <laughs> yeah 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 of like holding it <laughs> yeah like nudes next yeah. to a tombstone be like look it's satan's wife <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah the the the, the sun the sun tombstone Ooh, if we saw the witch one i would totally do that oh totally exactly so um, yeah. never mind go on okay so finally um just as some of the legacy there have been a, a couple movies that have hinted to it there's even like a metal band that is, has like their cover of their album was a picture of the stole cemetery oh that's before cool before the you know church broke down and stuff like that that and, makes like, sense ruin also more importantly in the cw series supernatural or originally for the wb for people who like have fucking pubic hair um the protagonist uh <laughs> the protagonist uh, sam and dean they confront lucifer in the stole cemetery oh cool and so, like, not in real life but in supernatural life like they actually literally go to stole kansas that's cool um, because that's where lucifer comes up oh that's and, cool and also the for people who like supernatural sam and dean are from lawrence uh kansas oh and that's the, cool a creator has said he made them be from La- lawrence on purpose because of the approximate you know the proximity to uh stole that's cool yeah. if i was a supernatural fan i'm almost positive i would be wet yeah right with oh i'm no longer wet from champagne Ooh. update oh. i'm dry i'm saying dry as a desert <laughs> dry as utah <laughs> but yeah it's cool that's a cool um that season finale i think is like season five and that's like build up from like low key build up from the first two seasons, but then like season three, four, and five are all about that. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So yeah, that is fucking Stole Cemetery. That's cool shit. So yeah. that is one of seven gates to hell. So yeah, and some lores that I will dive into and clarify later. That is one of the seven in the U.S. Okay. Yeah. So my question for you, Corey, is f- for future like segments. Are you going to go through each gate of hell? Or yeah, I'll probably because the other two that I was gonna go through today deserve are, like a whole segment. They wouldn't deserve their own segment. Oh, they wouldn't. So yeah. just combo some. Yeah. Some will be separate. Some will be combos. Uh-huh. Cool. So I was just wondering. In in my original plan, it was for stole to be half of this half of my segment today, and then the other two to be the other two fourths. Okay. But stole ended up being like an entire. So like thing. next week's will be the other two or something. Um, I I might do that, or I might just do them later because I don't think the seven, um, gateways in the U.S. has enough foothold in american folklore to actually be a real thing okay because i think it's just people 
you know, taking information from other websites, yeah. just to be honest, and seeing that seven gates in the New England area, that's just a gate in and of itself. And somebody is like, oh, yeah, seven gates. That's one of the seven gates. So this is one of the seven gates, mm. too. So, hey, I'm going to say that in my article. That's what I think it is. Well, cool. Well, yeah. I'm a- Soul Cemetery is crazy. I'm excited for your next ones, yes. whenever that is. And we should, if you, like, again, if you're a listener in Kansas, if we can see your house, let us know. Oh, <laughs> we'll God, come. yes. We're not that far away. We're like a 10-hour ride. We could drive there. Yeah. <gasps> Fun. With my new car. Oh, my God. We can eat voodoo chips in the car. Yes. <laughs> Uh, flash forward tomorrow, like two hours from now. I'm like, we're going to Kansas. Yeah, we're going to Kansas, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to get into my true crime segment. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So Simone's still cuddling next. Oh, wait. Very important. We went on a pee break and I heard <gasps> something very spooky. Yes. So I walked in. Jordan's awake. I like mildly made out with him and humped with him for Aww. a second before I went and peed. But like as I got up from making out with him, I heard, I swear to God, Toulouse meow. Like, I swear on my fucking life. Like, I I stood up, and Jordan was saying something, and I just heard, like, his... like when he's trying to get into Aww, the room cute. and i was like oh my god I like and simone was here sleeping the yeah, entire time i got chills on my entire body because i like knew it was him Aww. and i went pee that's he's all like good job on podcast yeah like toulouse is still here Aww. part of this podcast and if you say otherwise fuck you <laughs> fuck you so let's jump into my spook my not my spooky scoop but my <laughs> my very long spooky scoop aka true crime AKA segment true for crime today segment. So mine is about Nanny Doss. What? She is a sweet old lady. No, she ain't. And a brutal serial killer. Yeah. So fun fact about this segment, this was the easiest true crime segment I've ever had to research. Because normally, Corey can attest to this, when you research mm-hmm. a topic, every single source you have says something different. Whether it's like 100% different or 420% different or you know 69 percent different there's always variations in what they say yeah but this is the first time i've ever researched something where no matter what source i clicked on it said the exact same thing so i made research so easy so fun easy peasy lemon squeezy so let's talk about nanny doss so nanny doss um she was born nancy hazel um she was born on november 4th 1905 whoa she died June 2nd, 1965. Nanny was an American serial killer responsible for the deaths of 11 people between the 1920s and 1954. Um, Nanny Doss was referred to as the giggling granny, the lonely hearts killer. The, the giggling granny? Yeah. That's disturbing. Yeah. The giggling granny, the lonely hearts killer, the black widow, and Lady Bluebeard. She was also called a self-made widow by a newspaper. Lady Blue Lady Blue Balls. So let's get into some, let's get into Lady Blue Balls. Yeah. So let's get into her early life. So Nanny was born on November 4th, 1905 in Blue Mountain, Alabama. And uh, she was born to Louisa, Louisa and James F. Hazel. Nanny was one of five children. She had one brother and three sisters. Now, Nanny fucking hated her daddy. She hated her dad. Because <laughs> she was like, you a bitch. But her, for reals, her dad was like super controlling, super Aww. manipulative, you know, classic 1905 dad. Yeah. Um, and he really did not care about the well-being of his kids. For example, he would force his children to work on the family farm instead of going to school. Whoa. Because he was like, your job here is more important than your yeah. own education. Well, sometimes that was necessary in some arguments, maybe. Yeah. Um, so... Nanny actually stopped going to school altogether in sixth grade because of this, because her because her father demanded 
that uh-huh. she would be home and stuff. So her education, like her siblings' educations, were like completely shot by her father. So when Nanny was a child, um, she was on a train that suddenly stopped out of nowhere, and it caused her to fall forward and hit her head against some thing on a train. Whoa. Um, after the incident, she has suffered uh, migraines, headaches, blackouts, depressions, like all these crazy psychotic episodes ever oh, since damn. she slammed her head against the train. That's important to know later because she like blames all of her behavior on that one train accident. Is that true? Probably not, but you know, whatever. So, so growing up Nanny Doss, um, her father, James refused to um, allow his daughters to do anything to enhance their parents. You know, for example, Nanny and her sisters, they weren't allowed to wear dresses. They weren't around. They weren't allowed to wear makeup, anything that would make them girly or like that's interesting okay uh because he did this to prevent them from being molested um however nanny and her sisters were molested no matter what they're wearing so you know political statement here it doesn't matter what you're wearing you can still get molested or raped doesn't matter like i could wear a fucking burlap sack and it could still happen um so nanny and all them you know she grew up being molested and things like that um so her dad's intense social and modesty rules only made Nanny more and more upset with men and her father and whatnot because regard like he's like don't wear this don't act like this but no, no matter what she wore or acted like it still like it didn't matter like she was still hurt um, when she was a teenager she began reading romance magazines particularly the Lonely Hearts column which is like man seeking women man seeking man columns in the Cute. newspaper back in the day. Um, she also read romance novels like the OG Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, she read this all during her teenage years, and she really wanted. She was like yearning for a real relationship. And during at this time, during this time, her father um, didn't allow Nanny and her sisters to even speak to a male outside of the Whoa. family. So she didn't even have a a friendship with a male outside of her family until she was 16 and 1921. And this is when she got a job in a linen factory. And this is when she met her first person outside of her family of the opposite sex. Holy shit. She met Charlie Braggs. Um, and they dated for about four months before Nanny's father told them to pretty much get married. He's like, you have my blessing, go for it. So Nanny married Charlie. So they got married. Um, Nanny moved into Charlie's house, which was shared with Charlie's mother. The first man she meets? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So Charlie's mother insisted on living with them. Nanny later wrote, I married as my father wished in 1921 to a boy I only known for about four or five months who had no family, only a mother who was unwed and who had taken over my life completely when we were married. She never seen anything wrong with what she had done, but she would take spells. Um, she would not let my own mother stay all night. Pretty much the mom, to put that into modern day terms, that Charlie's mother was super manipulative and controlling and like total psycho. Um, Charlie's mother, she did everything she could to take up all of Charlie's attention. She limited Nanny's activities. It was a very Norma, Norman Bates relationship between Charlie and Charlie's mother. So it was pretty grody. And uh, yeah. Nanny just kind of stood by and watched and was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So during between 1923 and 1927, Nanny and Charlie had four daughters. Um, however, Nanny was fucking stressed with her kids, her shitty mother-in-law, her weird and abusive husband. So she started drinking and smoking and it became a pretty severe addiction. So both Charlie and Nanny, they then started cheating on each other and their marriage crumbled and everything was doomed pretty much. Now, in 1927, right before the birth of their fourth child, two of their middle children, because they had four children in total, 
two of the middle kids, they died suddenly. Um, the doctor oh. labeled it as food poisoning, um, but Charlie suspected that Nanny poisoned them. Yep. Soon mm-hmm. after, um, Charlie took their firstborn daughter, Melvina, so the, the oldest daughter, Melvina. Uh-huh. They fled, um, but he left his newborn and his crazy-ass Norma Bates mother with Nanny. Oh, no. Um, shortly after that, Charlie's mother died by Norma Bates. Um, obviously, that's pretty suspicious. Um, and then Nanny took a job in a cotton mill to support Florine, their newborn daughter, and herself. Eventually, in 1928, Charlene brought Melvina back to see Nanny, um, and he accompanied with him was a new bitch. She was just some chick that he picked up. She had her own kid. Charlene and Nanny officially divorced at that time, um, but Nanny won full custody of their two remaining daughters, Melvina and Florine. Um, Bragg's... Or sorry, Charlie later said um, that he ran away and wanted a divorce because he was super afraid of Nanny because he was shit. really scared of what she was capable of doing. So just a year after her first divorce, Nanny married her second husband, Robert Franklin Harrison. Robert was an abusive alcoholic from Jacksonville, Florida, and Nanny later found out he had a criminal record for assault. Fun mm-hmm. fact... Robert's favorite pastime activity was getting into bar fights. So he was like a super aggressive <laughs> human being. So like on his Tuesday night, he Red was flag. like wanking it and then going to a bar and fighting. So um, Robert and Nanny, they met through the Lonely Hearts column, which was always Nanny's Aww. like favorite thing to read. Um, Robert would write her romantic letters while Nanny responded with racy letters and photographs. So Ooh. nudes and shit. Nudes. They marry, Their marriage lasted 16 years until 1945. Okay. Long marriage. So in 1943, Nanny's oldest daughter, Melvina, who we talked about before, she had her first child, a son named Robert. And then in 1945, she had a second child, a daughter. She was a healthy girl, very healthy when she was born. Everything was great. But the daughter oh. died soon after being born for unexplained reasons. Nanny was the one who found the daughter, who found the baby. Oh, no. And she told uh, Melvina's sister, Florine, and Melvina's husband that the baby died. Later, Melvina recalled while she was in and out of consciousness after her really difficult delivery, she saw her mother, Nanny, stick a hairpin into the baby's skull, into the baby's brain. Um, But... The doctors couldn't find any proof of the incident, yet Melvina was like, what the fuck? And interesting fact about this, apparently when Nanny told um, Florine, Melvina's sister, and Melvina's husband, she was holding a hairpin when she said the baby died. So three people said, like, well, there's something involving a hairpin, but doctors couldn't pinpoint that Nanny stabbed a baby's brain. such a spine-tingling, like, imagery. Just, like, imagine you're just, like, walking down your hallway. It's dark. It's at night. But there's a light on in the hallway, but you look into your baby's room or your, you know, brother's room or whatever, and you see this old decrepit woman with a long needle smiling, and then she sticks the it grinning in the baby's nanny. head. The giggling oh, nanny. That's going to haunt me tonight. Yeah. Sorry, you're fucked. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. So moving on from that disturbing note, let's get into some more disturbing stuff. So Melvina oh. and her husband separated after the death of the second daughter, um, and and shortly after, Melvina started dating a soldier. Now, Nanny, she fucking hated Melvina's new man. So she thought he her. was a piece of shit, whatnot. She's like, fuck him. You're too good for him. You know, normal mom talk, like, don't yeah, date true, him. What's true. wrong with you? Now, on July 7th, 1945, Nanny and Melvina got into a huge explosive fight about Melvina's new boyfriend. It was pretty, like, not necessarily violent, but pretty um, intense. 
the type mm-hmm. of fight. Like, you know, when you get in, like a screaming battle with your parents, it was like that. Um, Alvina left to go hang out with friends or whatever the fuck she did. And Nanny that night was watching Robert, which is Melvina's firstborn, which is Nanny's grandson, Robert. So Nanny was watching her grandson, Robert. And that night, what happened, do you think? Uh-oh. He died. Robert died. Bye, Robert. <laughs> and doctors said um, he died from asphyxia from unknown causes. What the fuck? How did you just say unknown causes? Yeah. So, like, mystery, he was choked to death. We don't know how. Murder. Now, within a few months, Nanny collected the $500 life insurance policy she'd taken, she had taken out on Robert. Get a girl. Yeah. So, she's not <laughs> getting money for her grandson's death. Her grandson's, like, two years old at this point. Shit. So, on, se- on then on September 15th, 1945... Frank Harrelson, her second husband that we talked about before, he suddenly became ill and he died. And doctors said it was food poisoning. How do you not? I mean, what what are these decades again? 1945. Okay, yeah, there's no way. Never now, mind. Nanny would later tell the story of Frank coming home drunk after they won like World War II. Huzzah, everyone's partying. Frank was drunk at the bar. He came home and he violently raped Nanny. Oh, geez. And so the next day, acting on revenge, she poured rat poison into a whiskey jar, gave him the whiskey, and she stood and watched him as he died a painful, slow, and miserable death. Oh, damn. Yeah. So there's that. This girl's vengeful. So she's fucking vengeful. So she murdered her second husband, Frank Harrelson. Um, Now, Nanny used the life insurance money from her second husband's death. Um, to buy a plot of land in a house near Jacksonville. So finding or figuring it had worked before to get her husband, Nanny returned to classified ads to find her next true love. So her <laughs> next, her third husband. So it worked. It fucking worked. And when and within That's her three, king, yo. That's her king. It totally is. And yeah. within three days of meeting each other, Nanny and Arlie Lanning were married. Just like her first husband and her late second husband, he was an alcoholic. But this time... He wasn't violent. He wasn't a total asshole. He was just, you know, a raging nice. drunk. Two years went by. <laughs> Acceptable for post-World War II men. Totally. Everything's <laughs> fine. He just drinks a You're lot. He's just an alcoholic. Like, we dealt with the war. It's fine. Yeah. We're war survivors. Yeah, we don't We're have veterans. Xanax. We so, don't have fucking video games. <laughs> two, years late, two years went by, and Nanny'd played a doting housewife. Um, she, you know, she made his meals, rubbed his feet. She, you know, she didn't speak. Standard 50s housewife behavior, made weird gelatin dinners in the, ki- in the kitchen, mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, one night, Nanny added poison to one of Arlie's meals, and he died shortly thereafter. Holy shit, for no, for no reason? I guess. So at the time, it was believed that he died of a heart attack brought on by, brought on by the flu. You know, he showed all the symptoms, fever, vomiting, stomach pains, classic, you know, stomach flu symptoms. And now with his history of drinking, doctors were like, oh, yeah, it was a heart attack. Totally. So, And they didn't even bother to perform an autopsy. They just assumed it's a heart attack. Shit. Now, Arlie's house was left to his sister. But within two months, the house burned down completely to ashes uh, before the sister had officially taken ownership. Oh, shit. Nanny, meanwhile, she moved temporarily in with her mother-in-law, so in with Arlie's mother. But as soon as she received the insurance check to cover the damages of the burned house, she took off. Nanny then moved in with her sister, Dovey, um, who was dying of cancer. But right before she moved to her sister's house, her mother-in-law, so Arlie's mother, mysteriously died in her what sleep. After her mother died, she got the insurance check. She bounced. She went to her sister. But soon after Nanny's arrival, not surprisingly, Dovey, Nanny's sister, died. 
Yeah. Shit. Okay, so now looking for husband number four, Nanny joined a singles club. She's like, oh my God, these classifieds aren't working. Let's join a singles club. Let's oh my get gosh, into are we going to like get into her psyche and know why she wants to kill these people? because she's cuckoo. God damn it. So husband number four, she joined a singles club. The singles club was called the Diamond Circle Club. Um, this worked. She met Richard L. Morton. He was uh, from Emporia, Kansas. Speaking of Kansas. Kansas. Weird. More coincidences. Fuck. So the two married in October 1952. They made their home in Kansas. Um, unlike her previous husbands, Richard was not an alcoholic, but he tu- but he did turn out to be a cheating bastard. So, you know, you win some, you lose cheating some. Bastard. Alcoholic, you know, adulterous, whatever. So you like, either get an alcoholic or you get a cheating bastard. Like, what do you want here, yeah. people? You can't get them all. Yeah, we're only human, guys. We're only human. So Nanny discovered that he was seeing an old girlfriend on the side. She was furious. Um, then in January 1953, so this is a f- just a few months after they were married, because they were married in October, so like three months before, um, Nanny's father died, so her mother came to visit. Within days, her mother was dead after complaining of wow. severe stomach cramps. Um, May 1950. Nobody like investigates this. <laughs> yeah, this this is apparently the 50s. So apparently, like everything is a prime time to be a killer. So May 1953. So this is a few months after Nanny's mom died. Richard L. Morton, aka husband number four, he died from food poisoning. Fuck. You know, r- aka poisoning, aka murder. There wasn't one doctor that was like, hmm. <laughs> well, here we go. The one doctor is about to show oh, thank up. thank God. Because after the death of Morton, husband number four, Nanny moved to Oklahoma and soon became Mrs. Samuel Doss. Sam Doss, he was a minister who was dealing with the death of his wife and nine children of his who were killed by a tornado. Whoa. He was grieving husband. He found, oh, that poor man. He found Nanny. He completely fell in love with Nanny. He was rebounding, whatever. He married Nandy. Nanny. Um, he was a good and decent man. Unlike all the other men that had been in Nanny's life, he was not an alcoholic. He was not a, a womanizer. He was not abusive. He was Cute. a really just a decent church-going regular man. Like his one fault was that he was boring as fuck and cheap <laughs> as fuck. So Nanny was like bored as fuck. Like you can never win. You can never fucking win. Like you're not a womanizer. How boring. So pick. White wonder bread man, alcoholic or cheating bastard. Take your pick. But like, guys. regardless, you won't win because like Nanny finds you boring, <laughs> boring or frustrating. Alcoholic, you at least have some fun. As yeah, long like as not abusive. But if you're alcoholic, she's like, I'm so frustrated. If if you're a cheater, she's like, I'm so upset. If you're boring, she's like, I'm just so, so uninterested. <laughs> so there's never, there's no winning with Nanny. No win. So Sam Doss, her very boring husband, <laughs> he. <laughs> Was someone who liked to keep a schedule. You know, he was really intense with the money. He was just a, damn. like, let's watch Family Feud and then go to bed. Let's damn. eat Jello at exactly 7.03 every single Shit. night. It was boring. He's like, oh, let's, like, his idea of a, na- of a date night was like, let's do a crossword puzzle together and then perhaps dry hump. Like, very boring standard <laughs> missionary with style the lights sex. off. Totally. Yeah. Lights off, no homo sex. Just silence. Totally. Like, no, yeah, no homo, <laughs> silent. Breathing. Just some breathing. Maybe even. <laughs> like, the most boring. Like, he's like a half chub. Like, it's Damn. so boring. Damn. He even didn't, he didn't allow Nanny to read her romance novels anymore, what? watch TV. He made her go to bed by 9.30 p.m. every single oh, night. fuck that guy. He was boring I as lo- hell. I love you, cheating bastard. I love you, alcoholic. Fuck this fuck guy. Fuck this boring motherfucker. <laughs> 
you know, he and he even barely gave her because he was pretty wealthy. He would barely give her money to go shopping. So what's there to okay, do? Fuck this There's no sex. You're going to bed early. He's not giving you money. You can't shop. You can't watch your fucking movies. Totally. So fuck Nanny, like Corey and I, she got over it pretty fucking fast. Yeah, she go, was like, I'm, I'm out. This so is the only death I'm, kill- I'm chill with. Totally. So she returned to Alabama. She's like, I'm leaving you, you fucking boring motherfucker. But soon came back after Sam agreed um, to sign her to his checking account. So he was like, yo, I'll give you all my money if you yeah, come girl, back. take it. So with the couple re- reunited and uh, Nanny having access to the money, she suddenly became the doting housewife, the 50s housewife. She's nice. like, look at this gelatin casserole my I made. Mom. She convinced Samuel, um, Sam, to take out two, two life insurance policies and leaving her as the only benefactor. <laughs> She was like, "Hi, hey, honey." Everyone, if you're a man, if you're a notes. woman, if you identi- if you don't identify as a gender, if your significant other suggests that you take out two run. life, <laughs> just fucking run. Run, dun dun dun. It's like that meme. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> totally. So as soon as the life insurance policies were ready to go, people always say this like as soon as the ink dried. It's oh, so like the yeah. very second that they're like, "Oh yeah, everything's set in stone. You're good to go." Samuel was suddenly in the hospital complaining of stomach problems. He managed to survive almost two weeks, and he recovered enough to return home. On the very first night he returned home from the hospital, Nanny served him a nice home-cooked meal, followed by a homemade sweet potato pie. And hours later, Samuel was dead. Samuel's doctors, they were pretty alarmed at his sudden passing because, like, 12 hours ago, he was totally fine. And so they demanded an autopsy to be, to be performed of his body. Yeah. Um, it turned out that his organs were completely full of arsenic. Oh, there was fuck. an insane amount of arsenic. How do you in- not taste that? Does is arsenic taste? Arsenic's tasteless. Oh, okay. Um, fun fact: If you've ever seen the play Arsenic on Old Lace, mm. I played Elaine, who was one of the main Cute. characters, and my gay boyfriend Brett yes. was Mortimer. <laughs> yes. Fun fact. Um. Yeah. So Nanny, she was brought into questioning immediately, obviously, because they just found a bunch of arsenic in his body, and she confessed pretty much right away to killing four of her husbands. Her mother, her sister Dovey, her grandson Robert, and Arlie Lanning's mother. So she just started confessing left and right of oh. eight murders in total. So Nanny, she seemed to enjoy the limelight of her arrest, and she was found joking about her dead husbands and the methods she used to kill them, such as the sweet potato pie that she killed Sam with, um, that she laced with arsenic. She was just very jokey about it. Like during the interview, there's pictures of her talking to a police captain of her like laughing while she's what? talking about killing her husbands. Like, oh yeah, ha ha, uh-huh. then I made a sweet potato pie and I added a fourth cup of arsenic. Ha 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 Top shelf. Shit like that. Now, even though it looked like her motive was always money, um, she said herself that it wasn't. In her own words, Nanny's Power. romance magazines had a profound effect on her psyche. She said in quotes, I was searching for the perfect mate, the real romance in life. Um, now, when one husband became too much, or she realized like they weren't it. She would simply kill him off, move on to the next. Shit. And since all of her husbands pretty much had underlying health issues, whether it was alcoholism or, you know, this or that, Dyingism. it was pretty easy to cover up them dying. Like, oh, it's food True. poisoning. It was a heart attack. It was the flu. This and that. Um, and she, it was, it was just easy. It was easy as sweet potato arsenic pie. Yeah. Now, on May 17th, 1955, Nanny, who was 50 years old, she was given a life sentence for the murder of Samuel Doss. Because that's actually the only murder she was formally charged with, even though she confessed for other murders. Why? 
I could not tell you. The legal system's fucked up here in the United States. Now, in 1963, after spending eight years in prison, she died of leukemia, and she died in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. Um, now, prosecutors never pursued charging uh, Nanny for any additional murders. She confessed to eight murders, but it is believed that she killed around 11 people in total. Shit. Damn. Yeah. And on that note, anyways, anyways, how's your sex life, Corey? My sex life? It's good. It's good. <laughs> I actually have really interesting, like, uh, thing that happened. Tell me. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, I was on Grindr. Uh, recently and i had some dude that his name was like traveling exec Ooh. And he offered me 500 dollars. <laughs> did you take it so, no no cause, why no because so this is so so this is why because he wanted me to have sex with a dude in front of him why didn't you do that i just i don't know it's just one it's a different thing when somebody's like really offering it 500 dollars. <laughs> yeah so he's he was here this week or last weekend and then he's back this weekend so it's still up in the air. I'll tell y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the bad angel on your shoulder. I know. Shoulder. I know. It, it's one thing, and I actually talked. I actually talked to one of our coworkers. You know who? Yeah. Don't whisper <laughs> it. We can hear. We have microphones. It- <laughs> um. Yeah. It's a yeah. I mentioned it to him and then when I, I saw his face and I was like I think I crossed the line <laughs> you're like I'm a bad company. I turned to him and I was like so this is going on and this could happen this weekend should I do that and he goes <laughs> <laughs> he's like so straight he's possibly one of the straightest people that I but know yeah and he's super chill with all of our shit but I think that was a Maybe. little bit of a line cross <laughs> <laughs> he like tomorrow turns in his two weeks yeah right I was like fuck I shouldn't have asked him that <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, so-and-so, why did you turn in your two weeks? He's like, well, Corey started asking me about <laughs> prostitution Should advice. Should he prostitute himself or not? <laughs> so, and I, and I also thought, like, I think this is technically legal. I don't I mean, know. Ill- sorry, I think it's technically illegal. So I was like, oh. okay, I'm not going to do this. Oh, like, yeah. So according to the podcast, Corey will never do this. Exactly. We'll never do this because I think it's technically illegal. So I'm like, no. Nah, like, because that no. falls into prostitution, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. And, and we're in Utah. Point. This is not Nevada. So it's not yeah, yeah. legal. So, so. It's, just, it's not chill. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to pass at least right now. That's and then pretty... he just messaged me last night and I was like, mm. <laughs> I would, even though if you don't do it, it is a compliment that someone wants to watch you have sex. Oh no. Yeah. True. I so was thanks, like, thanks dude. stranger. Yeah, thank you, stranger. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty much it. Um, mom came into town. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was here. Thanks mom. Love you. <laughs> It was really fun. She came in uh, with my little brother. Oh, that was my fun. God. That was a 180. <laughs> so now back to a very intense uh, conversation. Right? After um, I got fisted, my mom came in town. Right. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, she came into town. That was really fun. Cute. We went to the cat's cradle. Um, oh, I saw your Instagram. Yeah, was that, that was, isn't that a fun antique shop? Yeah, that was really I'm fun. It's really like it. dark. It has a really fun dark tone. To they it. do something really cool during Halloween. Oh um, when you go there, they always like read ghost stories and shit. What? Because Caitlin and I went there one time after work like two years ago. Uh huh. It's super fun. We should go this Halloween. Um, yeah. Because Provo go. has like a whole haunted, um, like ghost story thing during Halloween, where okay. like you go to random stop shops yes. and tell you ghost stories. Okay. Yes. Uh, That's all yeah. I want to do. 
so I saw Us with Tyler. How was it? Um, so, okay, I will be, this is unpopular opinion, I'm guessing. I did not think it was that great. Really? And I did not come in being like a stuffy little critic saying, oh, it's going to be his sophomoric film, so it's not going to be good. Yeah. But it totally was a sophomoric film. He tried to do these really weird things, and I think they really hit half the time, and then other half the time they didn't. Mm. There's a whole, like, they do a cold open. And then there's a whole title sequence that's just three minutes of this creepy, cool song of these like people doing acapella and it's weird and creepy and you're supposed to be weird and creeped out. Yeah. And I was sitting there just like, oh my God, this is him trying to be crazy, over the top stylistic, exactly like a sophomoric film. Uh, and I just, I just, it, it just got too out of hand. There's too much suspension of disbelief of like this weird whole you know like conspiracy theory stuff that you would hear on a podcast like this and then he just expands it into a into a film uh and it, and it really like the shots are beautiful the acting is phenomenal it's great um there's some people that that are hit or hit and miss but it's just the overall stories like she is awesome she's a fucking good yeah um being like her crazy her normal self and then her shadow crazy self like it's awesome yeah it's really cool um i loved the first half of the movie it's really cool. Like, um, I think the trailer sort of shows it as a home invasion movie. Of yeah. Like, this black family is on like vacation and then sort of like a version of themselves is like, you know, attacking them. Yeah. That was cool. And then they tried to open it up in this crazy ass mythos, which I usually love. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Example Insidious 2. <sighs> like I usually love when they like trying to expand it into this crazy ass shit. But there was just too much suspension of disbelief after suspension That's a of disbelief bummer. that I was just like, this is a little stupid. You should have, like, you know, tightened this up and honed it in. Which is crazy because normally in horror films, because you said how the first half you loved. Mm-hmm. And normally in horror films, it's like the second half is what you yeah, love. Yeah, that makes it. Because it's yeah. like the peak moment when everything then goes batshit like, crazy. Bah! And you're like, now it's worth it. Yeah, the, first- oh, the twist you can call with, like, the twist Right when it happens at the beginning, you're like, oh, that's it. That's what happened. That's a bummer. And that's the big twist in the end. And you're like, we already knew that happened. That's a bummer. Because I love when yeah. the twist is crazy. Like the newest Blair Witch movie, which we just talked about this week. Yeah. Like there's that moment in the middle where you're like, what the fuck? You're like, oh my God, I didn't expect this to go this to be crazy. this bold. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, that was fun. You know, even though it's not like, you know, life changing or the best movie ever but it's like like, mouth gaping like what that's what makes a horror film was when you're like when you have those what the fuck moments Yeah, and that was like 20 minutes in for the next 10 minutes Mm. you're like oh my god this is fucking creepy this is cool yeah yeah and then it just sort of like eh, it goes eh. well i'm excited for the the next um uh i can't believe you made that noise no the next James Wan movie, the La Llorona or whatever. La Llorona, yeah. I'm very white. Yeah, that comes out in <laughs> April, April 15th, 4th. like two weeks. Oh, oh wait, yeah. Oh, Pet Cemetery comes out next week. Oh but, yeah, I'm excited. Yes, we have to go to that. Better. I'm yeah, very let's excited go with Hiram, for that. Because Hiram messaged us. We need to. We need to go to that. Um, yeah, go to. We should go to that with him. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm so excited we for have that. Pet Cemetery, La and then we have La Llorona. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah, pronounce uh, it wrong always. Yes, I'm exactly. white as fuck. But yeah, um, it just like and, and Tyler agreed with me. He, I actually even thought it was a little bit better than he did. He did not like it at all. Oh really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to see it, but I think I'm gonna wait until it's you don't on need Amazon. To see it in theaters. I don't, don't think it's a theater mo- uh-uh. theater movie. Like Get Out was a theater movie. Like Get Out was one yes. and Hereditary. I think yes. still was it was a theater movie. Yeah. But Hereditary I, is definitely way better in theaters. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. But yeah, but um, that this one, eh. us, I thought it was like, eh, I could watch it inside. Yeah. 
It definitely is. I mean, like for me, I love like horror movies and thrillers are always way better in theaters. Yeah, but yeah. Overall, you don't need to see this movie in theaters. Oh, Simone. Simone. Well, my sex life has been pretty grand. Well, I, I had my period this week, so yes. there is that. But because I've had my period, I gave a pretty awesome blowy to Jordan yeah. two nights ago. That followed by some titty fucking blowy combo. Ooh. It was pretty hot. So it was it was pretty fun. Swallowed lots of babies because that hey, is natural part of blowjobs. Spitters or quitters. <laughs> um, like, woo. <laughs> everyone listening is like, okay. They're like this is the throat, yay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is not the vagina. This is not the cervix. This, this is, is not a fallopian tube. This is not fuck. a fallopian tube. This is not an egg. This is a stomach. This is stomach acid. Stomach ah! Poof, done. Other than that, my <laughs> sex life has been fine it's just i've had my period this week so it's like whatever but everything else in terms of normal life it's been fine <laughs> we're fine simone's doing better than definitely last week i might go to hawaii in a few weeks my nice. grandparents live in hawaii yeah. and oahu so i might visit oahu with jordan right before we get the new kitten because it's like Aww. our you know how um couples before they have a baby they have a baby moon so it's like a honeymoon but it's right before their baby's born <gasps> yes. so it's like their last hurrah so it's like our kitten moon. So like right before we get a new kitten, we might go to Hawaii. Because as soon as we get the new kitten, we're kind of out for going anywhere for about like, you know, four to five months. Because we want to make sure Simone doesn't kill the kitten and the kitten doesn't pee on my face. Um, so we might be going to Hawaii soon. If we don't do that, you know, just normal, regular stuff. Everything's pretty normal, though. Everything's definitely getting better. I'm not as sad as I was last week. Every day is a little bit easier. I don't take Xanax every day anymore. Ooh, nice. Progress. Only every three days, maybe. Progress. But it's getting better. You know, I, Simone and I have really just cleaned together because yeah, that's what cute. we do. And her newest thing is every time we say cinnamon roll, she meows. And <laughs> it's uh, the cutest. Y'all, like, literally every like month, she comes up with well, something another new. cute fucking thing. Like last month, it was ABBA. This yep. month, it is cinnamon roll. Like what's next month? I don't even no know idea. yet. I'm not. My heart can't even handle She'll it yet. She'll come up with it. She'll come up with it. Got that little. Oh, and smell. then it was that the thing where Jordan was like, shh, and she was like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Whenever God. you say shh, she meow whispers. Yeah, she'll meow. She will, she'll miss whisper meow. Like audibly softer. Yeah, she'll it's be like, so cute. she'll be like meow, and you go shh, she go meow she'll, after. Yeah. It's crazy. Like oh, she she is the best kitty in the whole world. Other than that, everything's been pretty okay. Everything's great. Good. Let's see. What exciting things are happening? Oh, it was it reached 70 degrees this week, everyone. Yes, ma'am. Yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. My titties were out. Uh-huh. It was like it was like an early summer day yesterday. It was I'm it was so awesome. excited. Yeah. And oh, and Corey and I and today it snowed. Yeah, and today it snowed, Utah. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about doing a little booth next to the Pride Festival in yes. Salt Lake this year. So, if you live in Utah, come visit us. We'll talk about that in three months. <laughs> but other than that, everything's been great. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life's getting better. Life's getting warmer. Life's getting warmer, everyone. We made yeah. it. We made it through winter. We made it. Huzzah. And Corey's birthday party was super fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have we not talked about that? We haven't at all. Yeah. It was super fun. Hereditary was awesome to see. Yes. Thanks for um, joining us on Instagram Live. Yes. Thank you. It was awesome to see Hereditary again, finally. Love it. I will never watch it again. <laughs> um, I'll probably watch it again, but only if somebody else hasn't seen it. I, I, two times is enough for me. Well, no, I'm sure like five years from now, I'll be like, hmm, I want to watch Hereditary yeah. again. It was a bit dark for me to watch the second time. Oh, yeah. Talking about like death and all that, it's a bit much. Yeah, because it's about them all dealing with, uh, dealing with grief or, uh, yeah, it's like the yeah, grief sorry, and like the sorry. shock. Like when she yeah. was like screaming about like after 
the daughter died. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. that much of a spoiler because it's like happens in the first yeah, time in yeah, the movie. Totally. That like totally reminded me of me and Toulouse. And I was like, totally. I need a Xanax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You turned to Jordan. You were like, flashback Friday. Yeah. Because like the way she was screaming on the floor, I was like, me. You're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Xanax. Literally. Like right now, I'm like already dreaming about taking Xanax. But yeah, her, Corey's birthday was super fun. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, yeah. My friends were awesome and they threw me a great birthday party. And thank you for I you guys that. for joining Instagram Live. Uh, we'll do an Instagram Live on my birthday. Yes. It'll be me petting Simone, being like, and the new kitten, S'mores. Oh, new kittens. And being like, happy yeah. birthday, myself. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, in, in I'll July. be gone. I'm Corey sorry. Will be gone. It's okay. I apologize. It's okay. You'll be getting fucked in Europe. That's yep. all I want for my birthday is Corey getting raw dog. i Instagram story of me just being like, <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> or just be like in a like a dark sex dungeon in Berlin. Yeah, oh hot and i'm like is, are you okay but not the one with the scatters not the one with the scatters yeah, no actually scatting it will games. be that same sex club oh really it will not be that area okay well you know as long as you're not getting scattered <laughs> you just see me like f- mouth wide open yeah you come back from europe you're like i'm into scatting now i'm like i need a new podcast host someone yeah, please like, oh hey i'm a scatter y'all and i also have e- hepatitis a b c and a b c and dick so yeah that's everything that's going on with us well, I guess our biggest question to you guys is... Anyways. How's your sex life? Ah! Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good week. <laughs>